Hey guys, it's Shelly with Emerge Marketing Solutions. Thank you for joining our Emerge 2020 podcast, your daily inspiration to enhance your faith journey. This Lenten season, we hope you will become closer to God, choose to live a faith-centered life, surround yourself with a community of believers, and pick yourself up when you fall and choose to keep going. Enjoy the journey and prepare to emerge strengthened. We are on the first Sunday of Lent um, today, and I look forward to starting this new week with you and seeing how we listen to the gospel uh, speak to us this week and how it might be transforming our lives. Yes. Okay. So let's begin in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, please guide our thoughts and actions during this coming week. Help us to enjoy the beauty of your earth, especially with this beautiful weather that we have, but also help us to become closer to you listening to the gospel and hearing how your word can help transform our lives. Temptation only goes so deep, but your word will last forever. Dear Lord, please open our hearts and minds to your, your teachings and your love. Help us relax in that and, and learn to share that teaching with others. In your name, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. All right, everyone. Okay, so in today's gospel reading, you know, we didn't really have any other um, readings. I guess we did do some reflection on this past week, but I did kind of summarize that yesterday. And so today, I really want to focus on uh, the readings and teachings of the gospel reading today. Uh, and so I did share those out on my Facebook page or in this group. Um, and so I hope that you uh, read through that and let, let that sink in. Let, let those words really speak to you. Because as we saw, it, um, the, the main key message in there uh, was... One does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. So it starts off that Jesus is being led into the desert and tempted by the devil for 40 days and 40 nights. This fast from the secular world and all of the daily things that were happening to him, he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights and the devil continued to tempt him every single step of the way. But he looked to God and helped, had him help guide him um, in his decisions. And so he was hungry. He was thirsty. He was probably lonely. Do we ever find ourselves that way? That we're hungering for more, that we're thirsting for more, uh, that we want more out of our daily life. We want more excitement, more energy. And so one thing that we, we look to is that instead of trying to get our satisfaction from these worldly temptations, obviously we do need food and water to survive, but, but do we indulge in those things more than we really should? Quite possibly we do. I know I'm guilty of that. Um, and so think about how instead of indulging in those things, that if we were to um, only look to God's word and his guidance for our um, long-term satisfaction, that can help strengthen us and guide us even more than it would to have the, that immediate gratification of, of whatever that might be. 
And I understand, you know, one thing that really drew me to the Catholic Church um, is the dedication to the Gospel readings um, and to the Eucharist. But the Gospel readings come directly from the Bible, and the whole Mass is centered around those Gospel readings. The songs prepare us to open our hearts for that, uh, the Word of God, and even the readings lead up to that. The homily is meant to uh, build upon whatever the Gospel teachings are. And to me, that provides a lot of um, inspiration and direction and guidance in my life. So when I studied in Rome and I was uh, over there, we would go to various different masses. And the interesting thing was, is a lot of times they weren't in English. Um, but a few of them that we went to, we knew there were a few places that did have English masses. And no matter what church we went to, and this has continued on through my whole life. No matter what church we have gone to in the Catholic Church, it's the exact same readings across the world. Think about that for a moment. This is being decided at a very top level what the readings are, what the gospel readings are. And everyone, every single weekend and every single day uh, that's in the Catholic Church and even other, other churches... Um, I know that our Lutheran church, a lot of times, you know, my home church also has the exact same readings. Uh, and that's pretty incredible and pretty powerful that we're hearing that same message. So imagine if we allowed ourselves to become closer to God and deeper in our faith, connecting with those words that he's trying to share with us. So it says, one does not live on bread alone. What that means is one does not live on these, this immediate gratification, not just food, but, it, but on every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. So if we can allow ourselves to come closer to God, to connect with him, and to allow that message to speak even deeper to us, the more we can allow him into our lives and, and to kind of push out uh, those temptations of the devil, the temptations of our secular world. So one, another thing that has allowed me in my daily living to open my heart up and um, to allow myself to focus more on the gospel readings is to do what um, is called a start today practice. I learned this from Rachel Hollis, but I kind of adapted it to be my own. Um, I don't get her um, her books or her books, yes, but I don't do her journal. I just make it up on my own. Um, but I use the same um, organization of of her practice. So I start every day with the gospel readings, and so the readings that I share out with you each day. That is also how I start my day. Uh, and so it, that allows me to understand what God's intentions are for my life, especially during that day. Sometimes they speak to me well, sometimes they don't. And I think that's something that as humans, um, it won't always speak to us in the way that we want it to speak to us. Uh, but I have found that when I allow myself to open up my heart and mind um, to be closer to God, it is actually starting to speak to me more days than not. Uh, so that's really cool to see how that has transformed over, over time in my life. So another practice that I do um, is I write down these Take 5 to Thrive, which is actually seven things I try to do each day. I'm not great about it, um, but I always do my readings, and I always do gratitude, and I'll share uh, what those 
things are as well, but sharing my daily gratitude. I also try to wake up an hour earlier than I typically do, so that would be 5.30. Thankfully, this Lent, because I'm doing uh, this practice of coming on every day and sharing my Gospel and Lenten reflections with you, I'm doing a great job at it. But prior to Ash Wednesday, I could barely get out of bed at 6.30. (laughs) You know, we all have our things that are difficult in life, and for me, it was to get out of bed a little bit earlier. Uh, A few years ago, I would get up at 4.30 in the morning and go work out three times a week, and I could do it, and it was no big deal. Now, two hours later, I could barely roll out of bed. So um, getting up an hour earlier. Another one is to eliminate one food group. For me, that's sugar. I'm trying to eliminate that. I'm not great at it. That temptation of a cookie or a snack, a piece of chocolate uh, is too great. Um, And so eliminate one food group. Um, Another is to drink half your body weight in ounces of water each day. One, to, to move your body for 30 minutes. And I have also added this year to stretch for at least 15 minutes. Um, Stretching allows us to move our muscles, to engage our body, and uh, for me, it helps to push myself outside my comfort zone. And so even if I don't get in that 30-minute workout, I'm still stretching each day. So those seven practices that I do each and every day or try to do, one, read the readings, and that including the gospel reading, share my gratitude, wake up an hour earlier, um, drink 90, or drink um, half your body weight in ounces each day, uh, cut out one food group, for me that's sugar, move your body for 30 minutes, and for me to stretch for at least 15 minutes. Um, so that's how I try to start each day and the main things that I focus on throughout my day. So the big part of that is gratitude. And so what I do is I write down in my journal every single day, one, I am grateful for, and I write down 10 items I am grateful for. This allows me to think about the things that I may not really think about throughout the day, um, but that are really meaningful to me. Whether it's a conversation I had with somebody, maybe it's visiting a person, um, maybe it's even just having my dog run up and be so excited to see me. It might be good tasting coffee. It might be the fact that the kids got out to the uh, school bus without fighting one morning. Um, it, it might be little things. You know, the fact that I have heat in my house uh, and our family is, is healthy right now. Um, You know, some of those things we oftentimes take for granted, but when you actually write it down every single day, the things that you were grateful for the day before, it really calls attention to seeing the way that God is working in our lives and allows us to kind of push out some of those um, more material things and the things that our society has come to tell us that we should prioritize in our lives. Uh, But when we write about those things, it really allows us to become closer to God and be grateful for the things that he has given us. The second part of the gratitude practice is to state I am and finish that with three different words or, or phrases. And so that also allows you to see the things that you are confident in or the things that you should be proud of, that gifts that God has given you whether that's confidence, whether that is um, uh, 
gratefulness, whether that's being kind or helping one another. What are those things that you can say, I am, and then finish that statement? Just writing three of those things helps you to be more comfortable with yourself and confident in the, those gifts that God has given you and reminds you that those things, you even though you have those internally, that you can also be sharing those with others. The next step in the gratitude process is to share the dreams I made happen. So this is actually sharing three goals that you have, but stating it in the form that it has already happened. Because when you do this, it is incredible to say, uh, I am sharing my faith with thousands of people. That's one of my goals. So when I write that out and state it as a dream I made happen, I state, I am sharing my faith with thousands of people. Now, when I first wrote that, I thought, okay, so my church is part of that. And so maybe I consider 200 people, maybe 300 people there. But how do I get to thousands? And this was, you know, prior, I've been writing this for practically a year. Um, and so it's amazing how things happen. Um, and when you stay focused on what dreams you do want to make happen, it's amazing how those things do come to fruition in possibly ways that you never even realized would happen. Um, so just like me sharing out this um, this Lenten reflection and this Lenten journey, both in this uh, Facebook group, which is our private group, I'm also sharing that with a podcast. Um, so now I'm pretty sure you can find us on iTunes. It was still in review as of yesterday. Um, but on podbean.com, or if you go to our website, emergemarketing.com, and that's E-M-3-R-G-E, marketing.com. We actually have our podcast, This Daily Reflection, listed, um, and you can follow along and actually have that sent to your podcast if you're the, um, the podcast listening type. So um, that's one thing that was one of my dreams, and I'm making it happen, and it's incredible to watch um, and to look back on my journal from the past year, or I guess the past four months, five months that I've been doing this process, um, to see those things that have that have happened. The other thing that I always include is to have uh, state your main goal you want to achieve first. And so that's the thing that really is the most important thing to me uh, that I want to share. So what is the main goal I want to achieve first? So it also is something that is more tangible maybe than some of those others, other dreams that you're sharing. That main goal you want to achieve first really helps activate all those other dreams that you have. So if you think about what is that main thing that I could do today that I could activate and make happen that's going to make all the other things in my life fall into place as well, that's your main goal that you want to achieve first. The other thing that I am adding uh, right now is to list focus, act, and pray. So this would be my daily uh, daily practice, and I got this from Dynamics, Dynamic Catholic's Best Lent Ever program, the one that we're following along here. Um, but it, this would be my daily uh, reflection of what do I want to focus on? What do I want to act on today? So what's something that I guarantee will happen today? What can I act on? And what do I want to ask God's prayers for or my prayers to God for? 
So focus, act, and pray. Those three simple things can help draw us closer to God and living in his word. Um, and so as I encourage you, think about that start today practice. Um, I'm grateful that I started it in my life. I actually started it with the last 90 days of, of 2019, did it every single day leading up to the end of the year. And I can't tell you enough how that prepared me to start 2020 just breaking through the goals that I had set for myself, uh, for our family, for my business. Um, and by doing that, instead of waiting until January 1st to make those New Year's resolutions, I actually started three months prior to that. And so then I was prepared that actually I was accomplishing things before the end of the year instead of just sliding into the end of the year like so many of us do. So as we think about this Lent, maybe you decided to give up something. Maybe you decided to commit to something. And maybe you're doing all right because we're only a few days in into the 40 days uh, of this Lenten season. However, maybe you've fallen off the bandwagon. Maybe you're not doing what you had thought you would do or giving up those things and fasting from those, those daily things that you had hoped to fast from. If you've fallen off, the reason why we have Sundays is to reconnect, to refocus. And so I encourage you to attend Mass or attend your church uh, to refocus your week, start it off fresh, and listen to that gospel reading today. Think about how you might be tempted in many different ways throughout your life um, on a daily basis and how can you refocus through the gospel reading um, and to do that start today practice that allows us to push out those temptations from the devil and find that inner satisfaction and long-term love and, and saving grace um, from God. So I think that's all I have for today. One of the things that I wanted to mention also, I do still have some of the Best Lent Ever journals and the Rediscover the Saints book. If you want those that book and that journal, um, I'm more than happy to mail that to you. I know that I'm mailing a few tomorrow morning from a, for a few people who hadn't necessarily gotten those yet. So feel free to comment on this post or send me a private message. I'd be more than happy to send that to you. I should have sent out every, all of them to everyone. You should have gotten them by now if you um, had asked me for that. So if by chance it didn't come or you didn't get it, please do let me know because it is extremely valuable um, to help inspire your faith and, and to help with this journey. And even if you don't partake in it every single day, even doing it once or twice allows you to reflect on God's love and God's teachings through the gospel uh, in many different ways. And so hearing it is one way we can, can partake in that. Uh, reflecting on it is another. And actually writing down our thoughts and our reflections is just another way uh, that we can become closer to God this Lenten season. So as I close for today, I pray that you have a very blessed day uh, on this Sunday and prepare for this week ahead. And so in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us together once again, for allowing us to carve out just a little bit of time in our busy lives, to listen to your word, to push out the temptations that we have on a daily basis that cause us to be busy, cause us to partake in things that 
we may not um, need to partake in, uh, but really to allow ourselves to focus on your love and to focus on your word and listen to how that word might be activating our lives today. I pray that you protect each one of us, keep us all healthy, especially as the spread of uh, sickness continues. And I pray that you watch out for us, help guide us on your path and your journey every single day. In your name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Have a wonderful week, everyone. We'll be in touch again tomorrow. Thank you for joining us on the Emerge podcast. We hope you have enjoyed the journey and are preparing to emerge strengthened.